Welcome to Tuesday, July the 13th. We have an exciting couple weeks in sports as we have Major League Baseball All-Star festivities. We have the NBA playoffs. Soccer is in full-fledged. The NHL, Tampa Bay Lightning just won the Stanley Cup for the second time in a row. And we also have the Olympics starting up. So tonight's episode, I'm going to talk about current things going on in most of the sports and talk about my thoughts on the NBA playoffs, and we'll go from there. So sit back, relax, get your popcorn ready, get your drinks, and enjoy this episode. And in the NBA, tomorrow we have Game 3 of the NBA Finals, the Suns versus the Bucks. It will be the second home game for the Bucks, as they do not have home court advantage as the Suns had the better record. So the Suns took care in the first two games. They won their home games. Then they traveled to the Bucks and they played on Sunday night. And I knew it would be hard for them to get three wins in a row. It's always hard to beat a team three times in a row. Bucks, they held their ground. They got a necessary win, so they're not down 3-0. But I look forward to Wednesday and the 9 p.m. matchup, as I think the Suns are going to win in six. But I believe that for uh, game four, the Suns are going to pull down and get that 3-1 lead and have a chance to close it out at home, and we'll see what happens. So all they have to do is adjust. They were allowing uh, Greek Freak to get to the baseline, and he had his way on that on that sideline right there by the hoop. So he was able to do spin moves. They weren't cutting him off correctly because if he would spin towards the basket, he'd be double teamed. So watch that adjustment for next game. Watch for harder closeouts to force them to shoot more twos. And the Suns just didn't shoot that well. Booker didn't shoot that well either. So it it'll happen. But they'll bounce back. They they are very they're one of the youngest teams in the league but they have great veteran leadership. CP3 is doing a great job, and their poise is what you want in this type of atmosphere, and I believe that that's going to help them in a in this series and pull out their first championship. So sit back and relax and get ready for that matchup. It's been a good one, so if you have not watched it yet, please tune in for game four as it's the pivotal game. Will the Suns get up 3-1 to one or will the Bucks tied at 2-2? Two to two? But right now, it's on the Suns' court. The ball's on their side because they have home court advantage. Can they get that necessary just one win away so you could split it one-to-one? That way you're up 3-1 going back home and you could close it out. And you talk about a madhouse and how excited it'll be if that happens. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And then on another note, USA Olympic basketball, two games in a row. They end up losing. And this is what hurts Team USA, especially in this atmosphere for in today's basketball. Their season just ended, so the group of guys that are going to play, they literally two weeks ago pretty much got together. So they're trying to learn how to play together. And some of them are newer, so it's not the same core that it has been. So that's going to make it hard. And they lost two close games. They had their chance to win this last game. They just didn't have enough firepower towards the end. But – Still, Booker's going to be on that team. And I believe on the Bucks, uh, Middleton's going to be on the team and some other people. So uh, you add them in the mix. They're going to make a good run, but they just need a gel. 
And good thing these are just exhibition games, but the Olympics is coming up very soon in the next uh, week and a half. And we'll see how Team USA does in all phases of their sports. I'm excited to see what they'll do. There's not going to be fans there because of uh, how China is restricting because of their COVID issues going on. But it'll be exciting that they get to have the Olympics. They don't have to wait another four years. And we'll see what happens. So tune in next week for that. I think the festivities begin on Thursday for the ceremony and then Friday starts everything next week. So that'll be good. So tune in for that basketball, and we'll see what Team USA does this year. And for Major League Baseball, last night I recorded the Home Run Derby and also the uh, Celebrity Softball game. I have not watched it yet. I was busy last night, so I'm going to watch it tonight. But I saw that um, for baseball – it was uh, Alonzo won the title again for back-to-back years, and I heard it was a really good showing. And King Griffey Jr. even had his video camera out filming some of it with some of these hitters. So that was neat to see that. I saw that this morning. But it ended up being a good home run derby contest. And we have the um, ML All-Star Game on Fox. It says 7.30 p.m. And let's click on it and see what else it it has. It looks like uh, Atani is going to be the starter. And we have Scherz- Scherzer as the starter as well. Uh, Atani for the American League and for National League will be Scherzer. And it's going to it'll be a good matchup. I hope it's a close game because I know sometimes in these all-star games, sometimes it's close, sometimes it's a blowout. But uh, we'll... We'll see how that how that pans out. I think it'll be good. And for standings-wise, the Cincinnati Reds, people, they are making a push. They are in second place at 48 and 42. The Brewers are ahead of them at 53 and 39. Let's keep – come on, Reds, keep pushing. So this is a good way to end the All-Star break like this, and let's see if they can make another push and back into the playoffs. I hope they can. I think it'll be good for them if they can do it. And this time, let's get out of that first round and get a win. And the Dodgers in the West, they're only one game back from the Giants. Giants are 57-32. Dodgers are 56-35. It'll be a, a good race to see who finishes first in there. So I'm excited for them. Excited for the All-Star game. And... Uh, just tune in. It looks like today it's at 7.30 p.m. on Fox, everybody. So tune in in about an hour and a half, and it'll be on. And I'm going to tune in to watch some of it too, and I'll recap later next at the beginning of the next week what I thought of the All-Star game. So let's hope it's close. Let's hope it's fun. Give the fans something fun to watch tonight for that since basketball is tomorrow. And – Uh, Let's enjoy some of our America's pastime. And in the NFL, things are heating up because in a few weeks, we have our mini camps and everything. We'll see what Aaron Rodgers decides. I really feel like he's going to play. Uh, All he wants is an extension with more money, and he deserves it. He's the reigning MVP. He's playing at a high level, and 
there's he's always not been paid the highest. So let's give him what he deserves. Come on, Green Bay. And I think they'll work it all out and he'll be ready because it's very important to, you know, when it comes to the training camps to be in there and get in a groove because once the this preseason games hits, this season starts. This year it's the first year, 17 games. So um, I believe he's going to play and things will get worked out. It'll just take time. And it's good he's been keeping a tight lid on it. People keep asking him. He's given good answers, just enjoying the summer, enjoying golfing, and he'll take it one day at a time. And then for the XFL, I'd say they're planning on in 2023 returning after their talks with the CFL uh, went downhill a little bit. But they'll get all back on track, and they'll be back. We'll see how long the XFL will last. Um, I have a feeling like if it's anything, it could last up to three seasons and then they're done. And then there's a, uh, I don't know if this is the one with the rock, but if it is, hopefully it does last, uh, longer because he's put some good money and things into it. Yeah. This is the one. So they're going to do 2023 return and hopefully it lasts more than three seasons. Hopefully it can just be one of those where it's a continued, one, because it could help players that are trying to get to the NFL a chance to play and show what they can do. Or it could be for people that maybe uh, there's just not the right fit in the NFL, but there is for the XFL for them to be able to play. So we, we'll see what happens with that. And for the Bengals, uh, let's see what they do. Let's see how training camp goes. Everybody's healthy. And for the Arizona Cardinals, A.J. Green is there. And the next question is going to be, is Larry Fitzgerald going to be there? I think he'll play another year. And to be able to play, he has a, a good core of receivers with him. And then you have A.J. Green coming AJ Green coming in with his experience. They're going to be a tough team. And the Steelers, just like what Nathan and Chris have said, this could be Big Ben's final run, which it probably is. And he has the weapons around him. Their only question is, Run with a purpose, block for Snell, block for Connor. Uh, some analysts are saying that Snell could be on the block just because of um, having another running, a third running back. But, but Connor and Snell are good. And then you add in a third running back, that's fine too. So people get tired or they get hurt, you have that other running back. But their problem was the line didn't block well enough for them to run. Plain and simple. So get back to that running game for them. Make it balanced so Big Ben doesn't have to throw 40 times a game. That'll save him. But hopefully he has a good final year if this really is his final year. Just to get back to the playoffs and try to make a run. And let's see if the young Bengals can um, put themselves back on the map. And with the Joe Burrow era, keep him healthy. Uh, keep him vertical. They have, the, uh, on paper, they have a lot of good things on that team. And, I believe they are a playoff-bound team even this year, but they you have to play at a consistent high level. And I think they could get there, so we'll see what happens. So tune in in a few weeks when training camp starts, and we'll go from there and see if anybody else signs with any other teams that are free agents. And we'll see what Tampa Bay does as they try to repeat for Super Bowl win number two. And could it be, if it's Tom Brady's last few years in the league, that not only does he start out, where after he became the starter for the Patriots, they win back-to-back Super Bowls. How ironic and how cool would it be that he ends his career on back-to-back 
Super Bowl championship teams, but with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Gronk be a part of that with them. I think that would be special. That would be cool. Tune in on that, and let's get ready for some football. And for UFC and mixed martial arts, uh, you had Conor McGregor in with his fight against uh, Poirier, and this was the third fight. And, you know, McGregor wins, Pereira wins, so they go to the third fight. doesn't even it, – it's in the first round, and unfortunately, McGregor broke his, his leg near the bottom by the ankle, but uh, it said that he has had excellent surgery. And uh, the guy already called out that they want to do a four fight, which they should, but um, – McGregor's getting older, just like any other older athlete when it comes, especially with this type of uh, sport in the fighting, that uh, these injuries, they it's going to take a little bit longer to heal, but he'll come back strong, no doubt about it. He's a great talker. He's, he's very um, – has very good charisma, and I love what he has to offer. I love watching McGregor and – Let's just hope that they can have that four fight. Nobody gets hurt and that they just have a good fight and we'll see what happens in that fourth one. But McGregor, he's, he's been around it for a while now. So we'll see how many more years he decides to um, fight at the UFC level because he can do other things too. But we'll see what happens, and I'm excited to see where he goes. And he said that he is confident and he will come back better than ever after successful surgery. It was a three-hour surgery, and he'll be on crutches for six weeks, and then the rehab will begin. And McGregor posted uh, Sunday, like Sunday night, he said, just out of the surgery room, guys, surgery went excellent, feeling tremendous, six weeks on crutch, and we build back. Let's go. God bless. So uh, more power to him that he gets better. And comes back even stronger. And in college sports, finally, it's been passed where athletes can make money off of their name. It's very exciting. And all through grad school that I've had since even since 2012 when I first started for my master's in athletic administration, that was a topic in every class about how can athletes be paid somehow where they get to have their name and actually get paid for it instead of the school benefiting just off of it and not them, even though they have full rides, it's, they still deserve something because you got to make money somehow. Anybody else can. So why can't the student athlete? So finally um, they get to, I think it's a good thing and there's going to be rules on it of what you can and can't do, but this, it's going to, change the atmosphere of college sports, which it should have a long time ago anyway. But um, now you need to talk about reinstating certain things, like the Fab Five reinstating certain um, accolades that they had. Uh, They even talked about prior said for Ohio State uh, for their stuff because they were suspended and some things were taken away. Um, after the tattoo situation, and then Reggie Bush, give him his Heisman back. He played the game. Everybody saw it, just like in anything else. The players played. They went out and did their thing. 
and he got the Heisman. He had it, and then years later, they tried to strip it away. Please, but come on, put an asterisk next to it if you had to at the time. But now, take it away. Give him his Heisman. Have it reinstated. He did what he did, and it it was awesome to see him play back then. So we'll see how this atmosphere changes for college sports, but it's going to be good. It's going to be neat to see what type of commercials, uh, uh, different branding, like say if people do Nike, Gatorade, or even local things. So like um, uh, like at, say, NKU, maybe the local Applebee's, you have athletes doing commercials for them or or some type of ad, and then – you can have like car dealerships. You can now have the athletes on there for them, for their name, for their school. It'll be a good thing. It'll be interesting. And especially the top tier division one schools. Let's see what happens with like UK, Ohio state, uh, say even UC Xavier, uh, U of L. We'll, we'll see what happens. It'll be exciting to see what, what happens with these athletes and how they make money on the side and like that. It'll be neat. So stay tuned for that. And and in college basketball, a very cool award, the Chuck Daly Lifetime Award, Coach Larry Brown gets it. And uh, what a what a great person to be able to win this. And he was friends with Chuck, and he gets this awesome award. He is a very good coach. And for the past 50 years, it says Brown has had 14 stops as a head coach, Three in college, where it was UCLA, Kansas. He won the 1988 National Championship and SMU. And then in the NBA and ABA, 10 jobs as a head coach. Started with the Carolina Cougars in the ABA. Then Denver Nuggets. He was New Jersey Nets, San Antonio Spurs, the Los Angeles Clippers, the Indiana Pacers. Then, of course, with... uh, with Allen Iverson, the Philadelphia 76ers. Then he went to the Detroit Pistons, where he got to have Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, uh, Ben Wallace. And then you had Rasheed Wallace. And you had, like, Maxwell. You had all those guys and where they won the 2004 NBA title. Then he went as the Knicks head coach. And then he was the Charlotte Bobcats. And then he went to Italy briefly. In 2018, uh, Auxilium Torino was the team that he coached, and now he is back. He is 80 years old. He's eight-time in the NBA coaching victories with 1,098 wins. He's one of nine coaches in NBA history with more than 1,000 wins. Uh, It said, in addition, in 2004 championship with Detroit, Boundary Brown reached two other NBA finals, in 0-1 with Philly and in 2-5 with Detroit. And then in college, he went to three Final Fours uh, in 79 with UCLA, in 86 and 88 with Kansas. And he had a 266 and 99 record in 11 seasons. So what a cool thing. And it said uh, that also Penny Hardaway hired him to be – to coach again. So it said Penny wanted Larry Brown to coach with him ever since he took over at, at Memphis. And 
finally they get to do that. So it, it's very exciting to have them on board. I think it'll it'll help Penny and and I think it that team is tough, man. So look for Memphis uh, with adding that experience with Coach Brown and you have Hardaway, you have that team coming back. It's going to be a great thing. And uh, Coach Brown said he's excited. Penny has given them the chance to work with young kids and have an impact on their lives on and off the court. Um, he said he's a little bit nervous about it, but very excited about it. So it'll be exciting to see how that team does. And just look out for them as they as the season goes in college basketball and you get towards the, the playoffs in March Madness. It's going to be an exciting year of basketball. So tune in soon, everybody, because college basketball is around the corner. And in the NHL, it's congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning to win the Stanley Cup again. And um, how ironic that in the NFL you had Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they won football, and then the NHL, Tampa Bay Lightning. So that's cool for uh, Tampa Bay to have two pro teams to win their professional sports championships. And they did a thing similar to what Tom Brady and the crew did. They went uh, as – you know, Tampa Bay went out on a on a boat this past year to celebrate, and Tom Brady threw the threw the Stanley not Stanley Cup he threw the Lombardi Trophy over to another boat and they caught it. Good thing it didn't fall in because that would have been <laughs> it would have been crazy with dealing with that. But they uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning apparently they had a boat ride and they did jet skis and stuff. I saw some things on TV yesterday, but I didn't get the. Uh, listen fully to what happened, but apparently the Stanley Cup got dented, so they're going to have to fix that, and then the replica one, hopefully there's no issues with that because there is a replica one that um, you get to have on display as well, but the real one (laughs) did get dented, so hopefully they'll fix it soon and things will look good for that, but what a a time for hockey. They did well. And congratulations, Tampa Bay Lightning. And can you three-peat? I have not seen a three-peater in a long time. I've seen a few repeats, but uh, this is some uncharted territory there. So we'll see what happens uh, next season. And congratulations on a dominating uh, win over Montreal, four games to one. And in golf... We have, with the PGA Tour schedule, here we go, everybody. It's one of the last majors of of this year to play in, and it's a huge one. And we have the Open Championship, and it is held this year at Royal St. George's Golf Club in Kent, England. How cool is that? We'll see how the weather is and how the course looks. I'm excited to, to watch some of that. And it's from July 15th through the 18th, so tune in later this week. We'll see how everybody uh, plays in this one. It's been some really good golf lately, and I'm excited to see how these players prepare. And um, Phil Mickelson, uh, he said he's ready for the Open, and so is everybody else. Uh, DeChambeau, he fired his caddy, but his caddy, they're they're all good, and they're friends, and he's going to have a new one. So that's got to be a tough decision as a pro golfer, especially if you've had one for a long time, to let them go and start new. But I guess he felt like he needed to to get a new one and start new. And with Brooks Kepka and DeChambeau, their feud, uh, 
Brooks said he's fair game. And it'll be interesting if they, as they play, if they play well in the tournament, if they get grouped together. But I think a lot of it's media driven. Uh, some of it, of course, is on the side, like behind doors stuff. It's probably said, but overall, it, it's good to have some type of a rivalry. And this one, I think sometimes the media makes it more than what it is, but um, it, it's a true rivalry. And, but I think they both respect each other as golfers. But, you know, some people have different attitudes than others, and some just get underneath each other's skin. So it's all about just being professional and just play and, and live with it. And we'll see how it goes and see how the media treats them and, and go from there. But I'm excited to see it. So tune in, everybody, uh, later this week for the Open and uh, get the golf clubs out. And get on the course yourself and enjoy some golf. And in soccer, we have Italy played England uh, for the Euro for the Euro uh, best. And uh, my buddy Nathan, who we know, Nathan Yates, he does on the sideline with uh, Anthony and Nathan. That. Uh, he was cheering for England, his wife Jenny cheering for Italy, and she got the best of Nathan. Italy wins, and the result of that is apparently Ronaldo um, misses out as Italy-England dominate the UEFA team of the tournament. So it said Italy has won the Euros for the first time since 1968, which is amazing. And it said that uh, England's right back Kyle Walker, uh, center back Harry Maguire, and forward Raheem Sterling are included in the team of the tournament, which was named by the EUFA's technical observer team. And because of that, because of the Italy and England players, you had five from Italy, three from England, one each from Belgium, Denmark, and Spain. But guess what name was left off? Ronaldo, it's like, man, that stinks. He is such a great player. So um, I'm excited to, to see what they do and since all this soccer part is over. Um, looking forward to see these uh, the national teams play, and we'll see what happens. Uh, so good luck to everybody with that. And for local soccer with, like, with uh, MLS, the standings, I'm trying to look up the standings here. I guess I'll have to go to MLS. So MLS, soccer standings, people. I know Kyle and Jessica like this and my other family members that uh, are the Cincinnati Football Club fans, which I need to get a T-shirt from there sometime soon. It looks like, let's get to their official website for standings. We have on the Eastern Conference, New England has 24 points. Uh, oh, it's what up? They're five and one at home. That's good. They're two and two away with three ties, so they're seven and three and, and three. And then Orlando has 21 points. They're right underneath them. Well, let's go down. Columbus Crew, they're in eighth. So I guess they just need to get into the top seven. 
I think for playoff purposes too. And in the Western side, it looks like uh, Seattle, they have 29 points. Man, there's not a lot of points on Western, the West Conference, Western Conference. But it's Nashville, they're in the, they're in the East. And uh, in the East, they have 19 points. They're four, uh, they have four wins, no losses at home, but they have five ties. They need to get more. <laughs> they need to get more uh, wins, but a tie is better than a loss, as we know, as it comes to um, soccer. In Cincinnati right now, they only have 12 points. Man, they're 0-3-1 at home. They're 3-2-2 two two away. And you get some home wins. Come on, Cincinnati. Let's go. You can do this. I think they'll be fine. And then on the other level, we have the Louisville Soccer Club. And they, let's go to Louisville City. Oh, we want to go to standings, but it looks like right now, of course, their website, here's all the tickets. Yeah, we know that. But we want the standings. Louisville Football Club. Go to standings. All right. They're 11 and 6, people. Not 11 and 6, I'm sorry. They have points. They're 6 and 2 They and 3. So... They're actually 6-3 and 2. They have six wins, three losses, two ties. They have 20 points. They're in second place um, on the USL Championship Eastern Conference Central. So they just need to keep doing what they're doing. Uh, hopefully soon we'll go out and see a few matches. My son Michael's going to play um, with his with their grade school system. They Most of them use the Y for soccer at because he's going to be in third grade. So he's going to do that. He had a a soccer camp this summer, indoor soccer camp. He really liked it, got to work on some skills, and then this camp in the fall, not camp, but this league in the fall will be good. I think they play six to eight games, and you have a tournament, So, and he has, he'll have one practice a week, so that'll help develop his skills and his footwork. That will translate to every other sport that he ends up trying to play. So I'm excited for him, and he's very excited. And we'll see what happens with professional soccer and – Hats off to Cincinnati, to Louisville. Let's see what you all can do. And just cheer them on. And for local, come on. Come on, Louisville. Let's get to the number one spot and ride with it. Well, thank you for listening to Sports with Anthony today on this Tuesday, July the 13th episode. Uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Enjoy all these sporting events that are occurring. And I will tune in with you all later next week at the beginning of next week. And hopefully I can get Nathan to do a segment with me for On the Sidelines with Anthony and Nathan. And then we'll do one with uh, Chris and I in the game with Anthony and Chris. So we'll talk about that. And then when my cousin Michael gets back from his trip that he's on. Oh, by the way, shout out to Michael Isles. 40 years old now. 
40 years old. So I can't wait to play one-on-one basketball with him and uh, see what happens. And congratulations, Michael. You are the man. And soon we will have our new episode with you at 40 years old. And it's so deserving of this title for On the Couch with Anthony and Michael. So enjoy the rest of the week, everybody. Stay safe. Hopefully it's dry out where you all are at. And enjoy the sun. Get out there, play some golf. And if you're on vacations at the beach, enjoy the beach. And I will talk to you all soon. Have a good night. Peace.